Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Margaret Paul with the Inner Bonding Podcast. And today I want to talk about frequency, that actually everything is about frequency, which took me quite a long time to learn. I was frustrated for a very long time about being able to connect at will with my higher source of love and truth. So I'm wondering if you've ever been frustrated in not being able to easily access your guidance. Your ability to connect with your higher guidance is about your vibrational frequency. A high frequency is necessary to feel joy and to manifest your dreams. So this is about discovering what raises your frequency and lowers your frequency and what you need to do to keep your frequency high. So picture for a moment that we live in a universe of vibration. When things vibrate at a low frequency, we can see them. But when things vibrate at a high frequency, such as radio and TV waves, we can't see them. Our bodies need to vibrate at a fairly low frequency so that we can see each other. But our thoughts can vibrate at a low or high frequency. Now picture that your spiritual guidance, however you imagine that, vibrates at a higher frequency than we do so that most of us can't actually see our guidance with our actual eyes. We can picture our guidance with our imaginations or experience our guidance with our inner eye, our third eye. While you may not be able to see your guidance, we all have the ability to perceive images from our guidance and to hear and feel our higher guidance. However, communications from our guidance vibrate at a high frequency. So in order for us to hear and see and perceive and feel our guidance, we need to raise our frequency. Now the thing that most affects our frequency is our thoughts, and especially our intention. When your intention is to control and not be controlled, your thoughts are gonna be negative and judgmental. When you want to control your own feelings or behavior, you may judge yourself to get yourself to do things right. When you want to control others, you might judge them, get mad at them, be overly nice to them, or give yourself up to them. When you fear being controlled, you might have resistant thoughts and behavior. Controlling and resistant thoughts and behavior have a low frequency. And of course, these thoughts come from the ego-wounded self, and create the low-frequency feelings of anger, fear, anxiety, depression, guilt, shame, revenge, resentment, envy, jealousy, aloneness, and emptiness. When your intent is to control and not be controlled, your resulting thoughts and feelings and behavior will create a frequency that's too low to connect with your guidance. So when your intent is to control, this creates an inner sense of emptiness and abandonment which leads to various addictions. When you indulge in alcohol, drugs, junk food, or too much food, or sugar, nicotine, and a lot of caffeine, 
you lower the frequency of the body. With both the mind and the body at a low frequency, there's little chance of connecting with your guidance, or it will be really, really challenging for you to do so. When your intent is to learn about loving yourself and others, that's when your heart opens. The intent to learn raises the frequency. When you start to think positive thoughts, thoughts about what you're grateful for, thoughts about what you want and what brings you joy, about what you love, then you start to feel full inside. You feel full of love, of compassion, of peace, and of joy. When you also love yourself enough to feed yourself well and get enough exercise and enough sleep, then the frequency of your body rises. With your mind and body in a high frequency, it becomes so much easier to hear your guidance as well as to feel the grace and comfort of spirit, of God, however you conceive of that. So if you want to keep your frequency high, it's important to be around people who have a high frequency. If you choose to be around people who judge and complain and make you responsible for them, it's going to be harder to keep your frequency high. Choosing to be around happy, peaceful, open people is another way to support yourself in keeping your own frequency high. If you practice staying in step one of inner bonding, staying mindful of your feelings, you're going to be able to tell when you're thinking thoughts and acting in ways that are lowering your frequency. The moment you feel any distress, anything less than peace and fullness inside, you know that you're off course in your thinking or your behavior. Staying tuned into your feelings and being willing to take responsibility for your feelings is a really great way of keeping your frequency high. You're going to find it easier and easier to hear your higher guidance the more you learn to take responsibility for your feelings. If you've never made a conscious effort to keep your frequency high, you just don't realize what you're missing. It's when you're in a high frequency that you can easily access the peace, the love, and the joy that are the gifts of spirit when your heart is open. It's when you're in a high frequency that you can manifest your dreams. Living in a low frequency is like living in darkness, never experiencing the incredible aliveness and grace that is your birthright. One morning, many years ago, I was on my daily walk outside doing my inner bonding process when I heard my guidance say to me, seemingly out of nowhere, everything is about frequency. Tell me more, I said. How you feel and what you manifest in your life is all about frequency, my guidance said, which comes down to your thoughts and beliefs, your actions, and what's going on in your physical body. So therefore, keeping my frequency high means staying aware of my feelings in step one of inner bonding so that I immediately know when I need to attend to my thoughts and actions. <clears throat> it means that I consciously choose thoughts of caring and of gratitude 
And then I've reprogrammed my ego-wounded self to think positive affirmations as its primary means of control, rather than the self-judgment and negative thinking that was programmed into me as a child. Keeping my frequency high also means going to my guidance for truth, rather than automatically acting on programmed false beliefs. Actions that support my highest good and keep my frequency high are based on truth rather than on the program lies of my wounded self. Checking in with my guidance regarding all my actions, both mundane and significant, is necessary for keeping my frequency high. So I check in about everything. It is truly such a joy to put my guidance in charge rather than putting my wounded self in charge, which always made me miserable. It's vitally important that I stay tuned into my feelings so that I instantly know when I'm behaving in a way that's out of alignment with truth and with what's in my highest good and the highest good of all. My soul instantly tells me when I'm off course by getting tense and stressed, anxious, sad, angry, and so on. When I'm present with my feelings, I can immediately shift into the truth of the loving action. Now, of course, this has taken a lot of practice, but now, after many years of practicing, it's much more natural to me than being reactive from my wounded self. Any actions that avoid our feelings, particularly our core painful feelings of loneliness, heartache, heartbreak, grief, helplessness over others, helplessness over circumstances, sorrow, sadness, outrage, outrage over injustice, fear of real and present danger, are unloving actions that will lead to lowering our frequency. Now, I can't keep my frequency high when I'm tired due to a lack of sleep, so making sure I get enough sleep is essential for my high frequency. Exercise, too, is essential for my body to function well, so it's vital to a high frequency. Foods have frequency, and their frequency can actually be photographed through high-voltage Curlian photography. Foods with a low frequency, such as processed, pasteurized, canned, sprayed, sugared, overcooked, foods with additives, such as high-frequency corn syrup, hormones added, like in factory farms, colorings, preservatives, as well as genetically modified foods, GMOs, and industrial seed oils, such as sunflower, safflower, corn, canola, lower the frequency of the body because the body has to struggle to die just them. Natural organic foods have a high frequency. So my rule of thumb in keeping my frequency high is if people didn't eat it 300 years ago, then I don't eat it now. Spirit has always provided us with healthy food, but food manufacturers don't. Eating lightly and eating high frequency foods is essential for keeping my frequency high and for maintaining my health. It's very challenging to keep our frequency high when we're ill, so doing all I can to stay healthy is vital for keeping a high frequency. It was kind of accidental that I discovered the two secrets to attaining at-will divine connection. 
and that it has to do not just with the high frequency we are at when we're open to learning about loving ourselves and others, but also with the frequency of the body and the foods that we eat. In my early 20s, as a result of having been a sickly child and just hating being sick, I started doing research and learning about health and nutrition. I read everything I could find and began experimenting with food. I learned to tune into my body and feel the effects of different foods. So as a result of this, over the years, I developed a way of eating that has worked very well for me. Finally discovered that how I eat keeps my frequency high, enabling me to connect with my guidance. But at that time, I did not fully understand why this was true. I knew that things like sugar and pesticides and preservatives and processed foods lowered my frequency, making it harder for me to connect. But I never understood the underlying dynamic in the body regarding why this is true. With all the research in the last 12 years about the gut, now I understand that what goes into our gut has a direct relationship with what goes on in our brain. Toxicity in the gut creates toxicity in the brain, which of course then causes you to have a hard time raising your frequency. It's now understandable why so many people try really hard to connect with their guidance, even moving into an intention to learn, and still can't consistently connect. You might even be eating what you believe is healthy, yet still not be able to raise your frequency high enough to connect with your guidance. What you call eating well, and what the recent research calls eating well, may be two entirely different things. So I want to talk a bit about how the gut becomes out of balance. A baby is born with a sterile gut. They get their first dose of beneficial gut flora when they come through the birth canal because in a healthy woman, the birth canal is rich with healthy probiotic bacteria. However, if the mother isn't healthy, as my mother wasn't, due to intense antibiotics from a ruptured appendix, not long before I was born, then the baby can receive opportunistic, unhealthy bacteria. Or in cases of C-section, the baby receives no beneficial flora. The next dose of, hopefully, healthy bacteria comes through the mother's milk. Again, if the mother is unhealthy, then the baby receives unhealthy bacteria. And if the mother doesn't breastfeed, the baby obviously doesn't receive the beneficial bacteria. If the baby is fed formula with soy or preservatives, any good bacteria is quickly destroyed. Further destruction of healthy bacteria then takes place with the introduction of antibiotics, of drugs, of chlorinated water, and processed foods. This can leave the child open to many health problems. An unhealthy gut not only contributes to brain symptoms such as autism, schizophrenia, ADD, ADHD, bipolar disorder, OCD, Asperger's, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and so on, but also to digestive disorders like colic, Crohn's disease, and also to things like asthma, allergies, food intolerances, and eventually diabetes, autoimmune diseases, heart disease, and cancer. 
An unhealthy gut may very well be the cause of most illnesses, and I believe more research will, will prove this to be true. This might also be proved to be an underlying factor with people who have severe cases of COVID-19. It will likely be discovered that a healthy gut is protective against viruses, including COVID-19. I had very bad asthma and allergies as a young child and was very prone to illness. It was only after I discovered how I need to eat to create my healthy gut that I became healthy. Now, 25 years ago, 1 in 20,000 children were diagnosed with autism, and now it's 1 in 54. Unhealthy parents, C-sections, lack of breastfeeding, antibiotics, sugar and processed food, environmental chemicals, and chlorinated water all contribute to the imbalance of gut flora. The, prol the proliferation of toxic bacteria can not only create holes in the lining of the intestinal wall called gut dysbiosis or leaky gut syndrome, which allows undigested food particles through the intestinal wall and into the body, creating much toxicity, but the toxic bacteria themselves also create toxicity. This toxicity makes its way to vital, or vital organs and to the brain which is where the problem of energetic frequency comes in. It's just unrealistic to expect that you're going to be able to raise your frequency high enough to have at-will access to your guidance when your brain is toxic. Eating clean, fresh, organic foods, along with an intention to learn about loving yourself, is the best way to create easier access to your higher guidance. So I've discovered two other powerful choices I can make that together invariably put me in a high frequency and bring me inner peace and joy. While either of these choices are always beneficial, together they're incredibly powerful. The first one is gratitude. We all know how important gratitude is, but the problem is that often we express our gratitude in a fairly rote manner. The kind of gratitude I'm talking about is moment-by-moment moment gratitude for every big and little thing that we appreciate. And the overriding gratitude that we're never alone, that spirit is always here for us. The most powerful feelings of gratitude are feelings that arise in the present moment for your own soul, for your body, for the people in your life whom you love and who love you, for the animals you love and who love you, for the guidance of spirit and for the very fact of your life. Also powerful are feelings of gratitude for big and small acts of kindness, for understanding and caring and gentleness and tenderness, of both loved ones and strangers, for the new insights that open your heart. Remember to express gratitude for the things that nurture you, for good food, a hot bath, a wonderful book, for the beauty of nature, for a belly laugh, for mu moving music and a great movie and cuddling a pet and a child's laughter, a tender hug, time with friends and loved ones, and so on. 
How often do you remember to express gratitude? Or is your mind often occupied with what you need to get done, or how to avoid rejection, or with complaints and endless self-judgments? It's a really powerful practice to express gratitude throughout the day. Now, the second powerful choice is compassion, which is equally powerful in keeping your frequency high. Compassion for your own and others' painful feelings and challenging situations is a balm to the soul. Often, when we are intent on trying to control another, what we are trying to get from them is their compassion, their caring, and connection with them. Before interbonding, I spent years and years trying to get compassion from others, from my parents, friends, children, and other relatives. I used many kinds of controlling behavior, crying, complaining, attacking, attacking, people-pleasing, blaming, withdrawing, and withholding love, judging myself and others to get someone to give me the compassion and caring that I was not giving to myself. It was such a shock to me to discover that what I really needed was compassion for myself. I was great at giving it to others, but I never knew that I also needed to give it to myself. I thought if I gave it to others, they would naturally give it to me. But most of the time, they didn't. And giving, giving compassion to others with the hope of them giving it to me was actually just another form of control. That was very shocking to me. It's amazing what happens when I bring in compassion from spirit to my own feelings. This is what makes me feel seen and heard. This is what calms me and opens me to my guidance. Compassion is such a powerful energy that when I bring it inside to my own feelings and then extend it out to others, it becomes an invisible shield against taking in the negativity of others and a powerful way to feel connected with others. When I extend compassion to others when they're controlling, recognize that they're protecting against their pain of self-abandonment, I'm able to maintain my connection with myself and with my guidance. Now I know that one of the ways to keep my frequency high is to express gratitude for everything, everything that's positive in my life, and compassion and caring for myself and others, no matter what, especially expressing gratitude that, even in heartbreak, I am never alone, that guidance is always here for me. Having a low frequency is like having the electricity go out at night with no candles available. You're in the dark with no way of accessing the light and the truth. But frequency can be a delicate thing. Many situations, both physical and emotional, affect our frequency. You can't keep your frequency high when you unnecessarily think and talk about things that create anger and fear and anxiety or depression. Gossiping about others will lower your frequency. 
negative thinking about yourself and others and complaining about what you don't have or about what you can't do. In other words, junk thoughts and junk actions will always lower your frequency. Self-judgment and judgment of others also always lowers your frequency. Any thoughts and actions that make you feel badly are lowering your frequency and your bad feelings are letting you know that you're off track in your thinking and your behavior. So as I said, it's very challenging to keep your frequency high when you don't get enough sleep or you're working yourself too hard. Part of the job of the loving adult is to make sure you get to bed early enough to get a good night's sleep and to deal with any issues that may be keeping you from sleeping. Lack of sleep may be the result of negative thinking, thinking that's creating too much anxiety to sleep or from a lack of exercise. So when your body is busy dealing with illness, it may be very difficult for you to raise your frequency high enough to connect with your guidance. When you're ill, you need to make sure that someone else is acting as your loving adult, even if it's like over the phone with a friend, as you're probably not able to connect with your guidance enough to access the loving actions for yourself. Also, our hormones have a huge effect on our frequency. If your hormones are out of balance, your whole body's out of balance, making it very challenging to raise your frequency. Many things affect hormones. Food, water, exercise, illness, thoughts, feelings, menstrual cycle, pregnancy, childbirth, menopause, aging, the environment, and genetics. Because we are mind, body, and spirit, we can't separate our hormones for, from everything else that affects us in our lives. As with illness, sometimes we need to rely on another to act as our loving adult when, we're, when our hormones are out of balance and help to guide us towards our highest good. And of course, I've already mentioned food, eating junk foods or foods that are wrong for your body can, can contribute to insomnia, illness, anxiety, depression, and hormone balance. If you want to consistently have a high enough frequency to stay connected with your guidance, then you need to learn as much as you can about which foods support your health and well-being and which don't. There's no, <clears throat> there's no run, one right way of eating that works for everyone. Some people do well on a vegan or vegetarian diet. Others need a mediterranean a Mediterranean diet, or a paleo type of diet. Learning about what your body needs for health and a high frequency is essential for learning to stay connected with your divine guidance. If you want to keep your frequency high and experience the incredible joy of at-will connection with your spiritual guidance, then you need to do all you can to be thinking, thinking, eating, and behaving in ways that support your overall well-being. If you want to be able to manifest your dreams, you need to learn to keep your, your frequency high. The law of attraction states that like attracts like, which means that like frequency attracts like frequency which is true for relationships and for manifestation. There's so many incredible benefits of keeping your frequency high. 
So I hope you make this one of your highest priorities. Your peace, your joy, your manifestation, and your loving relationships depend on your devotion to keeping your frequency high. So I hope, if you want more information about keeping your frequency high, that you read my book called Diet for Divine Connection. There's in-depth information there about keeping your frequency high. And you might also want to take my 30-day course, Unlocking Your Inner Wisdom, to learn more about connecting with your spiritual guidance. And of course, I always recommend you go to innerbonding.com, take advantage of all that we offer there that can help you learn and grow, find your peace, your joy, and develop your loving adult, your spiritually connected, loving adult self. I send you my love and my blessings.